Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the Buster Show. We are both glassed right now. I don't know if that's the, the proper terminology yeah, let's here. Yeah, take them off, honestly. But, I feel um, kind of uncomfortable. We had, to, we had to start it off uh, with a little pizzazz. Yeah. With, uh, the first ever recurring guest, well, Elliot. I feel honored. Thanks for having me Episode on. Episode number two. Yeah. How have you been? Been good. I've been good working on myself. Kind of like trying to get prepped for the episode two of the Buster Show. I kind of been working on myself to get to another level. Yeah. I know you did something this past summer that we talked about, which may have brought you to that next level. Mm. Burning Man. Mm -hmm. This is something you that prep, happened. You prepped for this, this huh? <laughs> this, is, this is something that happened since we recorded the last podcast. Yeah. What was your experience there, and should anyone else do it? Yeah, I mean, I think um, if you're like a spiritual person, I think it's a great spot to go to to kind of not find yourself, but kind of allows you to um, follow intuition more and kind of clear not even your body, but your soul out. It's kind of everyone fends for themselves. You're in the middle of the desert. You kind of learn a lot about yourself. Um, yeah, it was a good spot. Like magical shit starts happening there. Honestly, my life kind of <laughs> kind of turned around after that. It was like. Um, it just started feeling like life just started feeling magic. And of course, there's like ups and downs, like everyone has, but uh, it was like kind of a red thread that I found in like <clears throat> in my soul, you know? Since the last episode of yeah. The Buster yeah. Show. I mean, you met me after. What was the. No, you were very happy. Yeah, not even happy, just like clear, you know? Like, I mean, maybe happy too, you know? Like, what, was your, what was your thoughts like? On my reaction to your reaction to Burning Man? Yeah, when we were kind of like eating dinner right pasta oh, that at that was, spot you remember what we were watching In tennis right? we had the we had the championship point yeah of the u.s open live on the iphone we're going crazy no yeah. one else knows what's going on yeah, around yeah, us. yeah you found some some elder gentlemen next to us who spoke who are from sweden yeah they talk too much honestly i was kind of tired of them <laughs> yeah that was pretty annoying honestly <laughs> so we were sitting at dinner next to those two two older guys they were talking a hell of a lot but yeah. my point here you seem, you did seem very clear. You're yep. like, you have to do this next year. Yeah. It opened my mind. I may have sent some texts to some people <laughs> that threw them off a little bit. <laughs> no, but, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but you're very happy with how it turned out. So yeah. that, was, that was obviously great to see. Yeah, I mean, if you're spiritually mature enough to go there, I think everyone should kind of like explore at least once in your life. What is that? I, I feel like the whole spiritual thing throws a lot of people off yeah. because they don't know anything about it yeah. or what it means. And it, and to someone that knows nothing, like myself, <laughs> when someone says that, it's like, oh, he's crazy. Yeah. But I want to look past that. So what? How, <laughs> how? You just called me crazy, so and then how? you just said, "Explain yourself." <laughs> yeah, bro. So. It's like that's kind of disrespectful, honestly. <laughs> no. no, I'm kidding. It's like I mean, spirituality is like it's like you do it, bro. Like you, you just don't label it. Like it's like working on yourself. Like we talk, we have talks. Like you're spiritual, man. It's just like I think you just need to tap into that next level, is like meditation, and really just like clearing yourself but i think you have practices where you like it's like no mind right like when when is the time where you like feel like you're in the flow state and like right. really like how do you it's just like honestly spirituality is like all about like trying to not find happiness but like you know work towards like a more stable a more stable um mind and just like life you know like and i think you do that no yeah I yeah do, I, I find it through like a bunch of different things yeah what do you kind of define the flow state as I mean, flow stays, like, I mean, every, anyone who's been in it kind of feels it. It's just, like, you're not thinking, shit's just happening. Like, 
you texting someone, boom, you call somebody. It's like, I think flow state comes even better when you start following intent and like intuition and like have like a larger goal. And like, mm-hmm. once you like, when you're not afraid and don't make decisions out of like fear, it's like shit just like starts falling into place for you. And however long, when you feel that flow state, it's important to like continue to do shit that like, whether it's like make, doing a podcast or whether it's, um, you know, making a song, like whatever it is, or like just like fucking growing Instagram accounts, like right. you kind of feel it. It, it yeah. doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, and it kind of comes and goes. You can't dictate it. Like you, you don't decide when you have and don't have flow states. But I think it's important to like get people in your life and set routines where like it allows for it more often. You know? Right. Because the one interesting thing that I I immediately think of off that is like for me a flow state is just being super busy but it being good busy yeah. instead of like bad busy. Yep. But if you're good busy, I also don't want to get caught in a routine because that makes it less efficient because it becomes monotonous Yeah. and you end up doing the same thing. So it's balancing both being good busy yep. and having it be different every day, which is a very difficult thing to achieve at the time being present yeah. and setting it up for the future. Yeah. So that that's kind of what I, I think about it. Yeah, and like flow states just like it's a beautiful thing, right? Like when you're in it, you're just fucking going. But it's important like when, when you're in it, just like <clears throat> you can't get too high off of it because if you get too lost in the flow state and kind of like you got to understand it's just not going to last forever. If you get too high, you kind of get <laughs> it comes always comes comes down. Yeah, it's and always then, equal. Yeah, it's yeah. always equal. So it's like when you're up there, it's like, all right, this ain't this is not going to last forever. You know, the kind of corny and cliche, but also when you, it's like it allows I think for a smaller come down and when you come down it's like what do you want to do um, what do you want to do when you're in that low is could be like the low like answering emails like you shouldn't really be doing that in flow state right because like you can answer an email whenever like when you're in the low does that make sense you think so yeah I think when you're in flow state you need to, at least for me it's called like creative states like actually maybe that's different there's flow and like creative flows I think there's kind of be two different things because for me it's like if I'm like I have to be in a very particular mood to yeah. write, yeah. Just because of who I am, yeah. Exactly. To, like write a couple lines. But when you start it. feeling that, you gotta go for it. You got to go. But when when you feel like you're writing and you wrote something, like I'd continue writing as opposed to like go and do something that's very like low hanging fruit, which could be like just answering text messages that you gotta catch up on, right. or like answering DMs, like that kind of stuff. Posting on social. Yeah. It's the lowest. It's, it's the, the lowest. lowest. It's the lowest of states. So it's right. like important when you're feeling that writing, like. Don't go post on Instagram just because you're because that's point. like the routines that you're talking about. Like, don't get stuck in those routines. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, no, me, Burning Man. <laughs> so Burning Man helped you unlock all of these keys. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I kind of just like. I mean, I had all of them. It was just kind of got lost in the process. It kind of got me back on track. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So what if what are kind of some of your new initiatives and goals as we now 2020 new um, decade. Yeah, 2020, new decade, I think. That 2020 vision. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't want to sound too corny, but it's like continue to improve myself. Like, um, I think follow intuition a lot more, setting more boundaries, like not, not making decisions out of fear and mm-hmm. like making decisions out of like you actually want to do it. Speaking my mind more, you know, like it's just like when you're feeling something, you got to speak your mind and just like, understand that one of my biggest things like understand it's a lesson like life's a lesson and like you got to keep learning and 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 it doesn't really start until you're like 30 40 like 
shit, like, we're 20, I'm 22, you're what, 16? <laughs> no, you're 19 now, right? Yep. <laughs> um, like, it doesn't start until you're honestly, like, 40. Like, you get a, probably kids when you're, what, like, 30, maybe, to, like, I'm 32, I'm going to get kids probably, like. 32, you have it, yeah, you have it down kids, to the year. Three kids, three kids. Three kids, yeah. all at age 32. All at the same year, I got to go, <laughs> I got to find some wives. You gotta, <laughs> plural. Plural, yeah, no. how, yeah. I mean, I don't know how to get, get triplets. You could triplets. have twins and nine months apart yeah. in a calendar year. <laughs> That'd be four oh, in two no, years. Oh, no, because that's 18. That's 18 yeah, months. Yeah, that's 18 months. Yeah, I can, we, maybe we could get a little <laughs> off track, but I mean, guys, let's go back to spirituality. I didn't like the way I dressed that. I think, I mean, it's just like working on yourself. That's That's kind of what spirituality means for me, like working on yourself, and it's like people say like yeah I understand there's like a greater power and like mm -hmm. stuff like that but that's honestly for me just like presence and like being in tune with the moment like from here to here you're not thinking it's just like understanding and trying to figure out what are you in between that you know right and also being being like like you said very present and in the moment yeah but also cognizant of what you have to do yeah you gotta think like you can't not think like <laughs> you, you know right. but understanding that you're not like what you're thinking isn't what you are and I think that's what gets a lot of people kind of in trouble, including myself, is when you start taking life too seriously and think too much, it's like, <laughs> that's like when you're the most, not sad, but you're just like so much in your own head, like overthinking shit as opposed to just doing stuff and you know. Not, so what, what is the takeaway deal. for anybody listening for how they can work on their own, all of the above? It's all got, it got to hit, you got to get to a point where you're just like kind of fed up with like, it's, I think is people who try too much, like when, when you try and you're not kind of in tune with yourself, you're always going to hit like fucking like doors and everyone just keeps trying to knock them down, knock them down, just keep going. Like that's not honestly the way to go. I think like once you're in tune with yourself and you start trying, like these the doors kind of just open once you walk to them. And it's like, it's not a fucking, it's not a matter of just running through all these doors. It's more of a matter of like, just like finding the doors that open for you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Like for you, I think you kind of, you kind of, you kind of got into that place, bro. Like you kind of in tune with yourself and you know what you want and you're like, and you, you do shit and just like the doors kind of present themselves. And then it's just like, do I want to open this door or do I want to go somewhere else? Like what feels right in that, in that moment? And also like the direction you want to take it in life. And I think a lot of people like myself, I was like fucking trying to like push those doors and like, get me the doors like that's not how it works like once you start like really of course if you do that like shit's gonna happen but like you said before like don't mistake like good progress for bad like progress is gonna happen regardless because mm -hmm. that's life shit's like <laughs> life's got to give you something like it can't yeah. like it can't give you nothing right it's it's literally impossible yeah it's it's if, unless you like sit in your fucking bed and do nothing all day which even then something someone might call you or something uh, but you see what I'm saying? Like, it's gonna give you shit, but don't don't mistake that for what um, you couldn't. I think that's like what, like the path to greatness is like be the best you and like get the best opportunities. And I, I want to applaud you. You're pretty good at that. You like kind of let things come to you and like. Thank you. As long as you kind of stay on that path. And I feel the same way. I love. Deviate. I love over like the last year, two years, mm -hmm. even since we first met, how yeah. you were like very, very focused yeah. on like two or three things, mm -hmm. and then you've broadened out, mm -hmm. but stayed true to the same thing yeah which i like yeah it's, it's important bro let's talk about rajan rondo <laughs> yep why why are you so in love 
Maybe that's the wrong word. No, Maybe that's the right, the right word. word. It's, I'm head over heels for Rajon. Pause. <laughs> he's a bro. He was just like I'm a Celtics fan, right? Like I grew up a Celtics fan. Like I was a point guard. I never really had like a jump shot growing mm. up. I mean, I could shoot, but I could shoot, shoot. Um, so I was like a hustle first kind of player. I played my heart out every game. Like I fucking I have scratches all over my body still from like basketball, like falling and like scratching it. Um, and he's that kind of player, and I was a pass-first kind of guy, and he's like probably one of the best passers of all time. So um, people would call me Rondo. That was my signature move. Dude, my armpit's kind of disgusting. You know the signature move, <laughs> best one? You know, the Wide fake. angle doesn't catch that. No. <laughs> Maybe it does. Um, yeah, he's just a good player. And then it kind of became a thing. Like, I just like the way he plays, and like, yeah. I mean, he's like, he's just an underrated player. Like, that's it. Like, I remember you tried to get me to pick him up in fantasy. You campaigned. Yeah, I campaigned. You to pick him up on my fantasy team. And you were right. Yeah. He's had a couple good games. A couple? He's one of the better point guards in in the league. So I wanted to talk a little bit about one of these new platforms. (laughs) TikTok. Uh, TikTok. Yeah. What do you think about it? Do you think it's real? Meaning, like, the likes and stuff? Yeah. No, I think they juice it, man. I think they juice half the stuff. Like, we get in videos with like 300,000 likes and like a million views. Like, that shit's kind of funky. Yeah. It's I think TikTok different. as a platform juices the views. Like, not people on. Right, like, right, they right. do it for investors. I don't know. They figured it the fuck out. You know, though. one of the things I think is that they have a different quantification for what a view is yeah. than Facebook. Yeah. Facebook is three seconds. Yeah. You have to watch three seconds for it to count as a view. TikTok. I think if you watch anything, like if you scroll past it, it's a view. But also, if you watch to the end, it automatically restarts. That's another view. You think so? I think so. So then the likes are even crazier. Right. Because that's like, that like, like 300,000 likes on 300,000 views. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think they're doing some funky shit, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I'm curious how long it's going to last. But the one thing that makes me think that it's real is these celebrities coming out of it. Yeah. Like real, yeah. like high engagement on every platform. Yeah. And that comes from somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt that they have like an influence. It's just, is it as much? But yeah. don't the attention of the youth right now, like the full attention of the youth. And I think like you're saying like the Charlie D'Amelio's, Dixie D'Amelio and the whole hype house. You've seen that stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's kind of crazy. Like they're like... Eh. But it's, I think we spoke about this, we speak about this often, like every platform and the longer time goes, like the crazier these viral things. First it was like damn Daniel and then this happens and then it's like the ba- bad baby. All right. these things keep there happening. The team 10 house, yep. then there's the hype house, then there's the this. And, and it's that, always and the, bigger than the, the other. virtual reality house in three <laughs> years. Like, yeah, yeah. that's not even a house and no one lives <laughs> together. And they're just like. That'd be funny as fuck. <laughs> it's going to happen. You yeah. know it's going to happen. Like an so ARVR like, house, yeah. You know. <laughs> this is just, just the next of, one. Just a bunch of fake I texted characters. you the other day and I asked you um, what you thought, because I want to make this like a five or six minute video yeah. talking about it. Um, that I think, I have a belief that the average, people bash, so little little preface to this, people bash NFL players yeah. for playing at all because yeah. they get injured and their careers are so short and they spend their money poorly. They um, bash them for playing? <laughs> right, because yeah. they think if you're this athletically talented, go play another sport. Yeah. Because you could have a longer career, yeah. be healthier, yeah. be safe and whatnot. Um, and I was just thinking that... 
the same things apply, not the injury part, obviously, but in some cases it does. For influencers, mm -hmm. the average NFL career is three years. That's crazy. Do I really that's real? think that's real? Do I really think that the average influencer's career is longer than three years? Mm -hmm. It's tricky, right? Yeah, I mean, what's an influencer? That's my question. An influencer honestly. is somebody that makes their living off of their social following. Okay, that's a valid. That's, that's a valid what my definition, definition is. That's a valid definition. For this conversation, if they make their living off of their own social following, yeah. not through a brand, yeah. through themselves, yeah. like through me as a person, mm. that's how I survive. Yeah. That makes someone the social media influencer yeah. job title. Longer, shorter than three years? I mean, yeah, we, we talked about it, right? Like year number one is kind of figuring it out. Year number two is what? The kind of the growth and like... The kind of like, are you going to make it or break it? And like year number three is like, that's like when it's up to the, step up to the plate. Like, Yeah. But what do you think? Tell I, me. I think people that start get very, get very ahead of themselves and jump the gun. Yeah. Oftentimes. And I think that's what takes them back. Yeah. To the beginning. Yeah. Because they weren't, like if you're, you have to be perfect publicly if that's what you're doing for a living. Or you have to be awfully close to perfect. Yeah. Because one or two mess ups, and we know how the internet is with canceling people. Yeah. Um, it's over. Yeah. Same way that the NFL is with you injuries. You think you can get canceled as like a medium influencer? You think that's a thing? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think people can turn on you. Yeah, they're for like, sure. Yeah. I think the <laughs> same way in the NFL it is with injuries. Yeah. Which is why their careers are so short. The same way it is. On so in social media with cancel culture, yeah, <laughs> it's the same thing. They're both yeah. injuries. Yeah, what do you think about the whole AB shit? AB, yeah. you oh, saw him. He yeah. just challenged Logan, Logan Paul. Paul. Yeah, I think you think that's scripted. I don't think it's scripted. I just think no. they're both smart and yeah. they want more attention. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> well, Logan hit him with a knockout in the first round in a in a quoted <laughs> what do you say? That he would drop him faster than the Patriots did. That's why I'm like, it's too easy. Like, I feel like it's kind of set up. You can't mess with people that have succeeded on the internet for more than five years. That's true. They're too good. That's true. That's true. They'll come up with. He's probably he sat with all his homies, probably coming up with that too. Like, you know, it's like, yo, what should I say? Like, well, within five minutes. Yeah. You have your community text, yo, what should I respond? Yeah. <laughs> I did that for my fantasy basketball team name. Yeah? I got Bracket Buster. Yeah. That was the number that's one. Good, that's good. That's good. Yeah, but I just texted. I was like, yo, what should my name be? Buster the Bracket Buster. And the Logan Paul texts 300,000 phone numbers. Yo, what should my response to ABB? Yeah. And he has somebody, has an intern go through and pick out the top 25. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You now have 300,000 brains in yours. Yeah. That's crazy. Bro, this podcast, like, let's talk about that. I kind of want to, I'm, I'm curious. I'm not going to interview you, but I have a couple questions. Like, how do you feel like I'm the first reoccurring guest, right? I feel yes. like it's only right. Like, how do you feel the progress of it? Like, you feel different, like, now versus the beginning of the podcast in terms of, like, interviewing um, people? You feel like you progressed a lot? Yeah, I don't think about the cameras at all. You don't? Not no. At all. No, you're just like, in it? Don't even think about it. Don't even think about the time. Don't think about the production. Don't think of the end result. Yeah. Just think it's about just like, conversation. Because at the beginning too, I you remember I had like I had like a notebook and stuff. Yeah. And um, I you know had questions written out, but you know I, I pretty quickly realized that that wasn't how I was going to be the best because I'm so used to doing everything on the fly, and that's more natural than being prepared having... for something. 
how how do you prepare it all? Like, do you look at shit? Do you look through their Instagram? How did you come up with a Burning Man question? Like, is that just I like about it? I was thinking about it this morning. Yeah, yeah you I had take a couple a little... thoughts in my head, and I was yeah. like, if it's important, I, I have this belief where if you don't certain things, you should write down. Yeah, right. But certain things, I don't think you should because if it's important enough, you will remember it. And that's how you, you so? and that's how you quantify whether something is really important or it isn't. Hmm. Will you remember it? If you don't remember it, it wasn't important. I, I, well, I disagree. Let's start there. How do you quantify like writing down versus important? Like to dos or ideas? To dos always write down. Okay. Okay. To dos always write down. Ideas, for the most part, always write down. Okay. Um, when do you not write something? I mean, you can't write every thought then, obviously. When I'm like, when I'm thinking about what am I going to talk about? Is this your notebook? That is an empty notebook for 2020. It's, so I think it's going to be for, um, for YouTube stuff because I'm relaunching. Yeah. I'm making the YouTube channel for the podcast. Yeah. Full podcast. Yeah. And then relaunching just an individual Buster YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, where it's like a bunch of NBA stuff and a bunch of travel stuff and like yeah. a bunch of clips that I think everyone should see from like post podcast from like just hanging out yeah just recording more and making like tiny little five minute talks on like why every celebrity is you know being giving out their phone number yeah. or like why smart advice um, and every influencer's career is shorter than the average NFL career, like little yeah. five-minute videos like that, as well as... Knowledge bombs. As well as this series that I'm doing, Dare Buster, which we've yeah. spoken about, yeah. which I'm doing on YouTube. Yeah. Um, weekends with Buster, where Smart. it's a travel sell series. Dare, sell Dare Buster to someone as a brand sponsor immediately. It would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, except some of the stuff is going to be a little ridiculous, but... Get like a bang energy or something sponsor. <laughs> That would be fun. Would yeah, they sponsor that. It's heartbeat, but you should get someone else. Get like, I mean, you know, like you should do something where like they throw you something and like, yo, Buster, you should, oh man, they're Buster again. And then you got to go do it like a Red Bull or some shit. Yeah, once, once there are a few pilots. Yeah. 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 I, I feel like building the audience is number one and then, yeah. then, yeah, then forget good. about it. It's, yeah. it. It should be easy, but. But let's go back. So you for the podcast, you feel like you you don't think you just no. Let's go back to the thoughts. So you yeah. think the important ones. I'm just like I write down like when I feel that I feel that it's important. I write it down in my notebook. I don't have it. It's in my jacket. But then I can always go back and like, oh, this I kind of like this, or just like nah, and you can just scratch it out. That's my thesis of it. But you, you think, scratch things out. More like scratch it out mentally, like uh, ah, skip the page kind of thing, you know? Right. Um, but you think don't even write them down because it's like it's just not worth. When it comes to the podcast, yep. yes. Hmm. But what about life? Because otherwise, in life, I think write things down. Yeah. But when it comes to the podcast and me doing like video stuff, yeah. If I think of it on the spot, I trust myself. I trust my interest in the guests that I asked to be on. Yeah. So if I'm authentically interested, it's not a problem talking to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get the it. The only problem I would have is if I wasn't interested in you or <laughs> didn't think I could learn anything from you. Yeah. Then I would need notes. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you only select people that you kind of like feel like you have a com denominator, common denominator, yeah, like some sure. shit to talk about. I think in the future, one of the big goals for 2020 is to start getting guests on that people are like, wow. Yeah, who you want to get on? Like you don't have to shoot the gun, but like some people. No, there, there, there are a couple people that have said that they want to do it. Yeah. Like Low Pump said that he wants to do it. Um, there you go. So Lil that Pump, would, that's funny. so that would, so that would be fun. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah. Well, that's a good one. We can end that. That's a pretty good guess. Lil Pump. Yeah. That's funny as fuck. The Buster Show with Lil Pump. <laughs> the Lil Pump Buster Show. So he called me one time. Yeah? Out of no... It was... You have his number? It was the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, that's crazy. So I got a call from like, his boy, yeah. and he said, yo, didn't even give any context. Yo, Emerging Pump In. So Emerge is Pump In, and Pump's like, yo, I was at the Clippers game last night. And um, he met I got this crazy video, like, what are we going to do with it? And then I was like, yeah, sure, I'll help. So I like, sent it to a bunch of people. And then um, we just talked about basketball for like 25 minutes. And then, with Lil Pump? <laughs> yeah. And, and then um, he, he was pretty normal on the phone. Yeah. Um, and then I asked him if he would want to do it. And he was like, hell yeah, I'm in New York in February. Let's do it, bro. Yeah. So. We'll see, but it's very... The one thing that I'm, I'm weary of is how difficult it is. It's going to be to deal, yeah. deal with these people because yeah. when they're in the city, they've got a million things to do yeah. in not a million hours. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. But as, as this grows, you know, and I'm also interested in having people on that want to authentically be on. Too. Exactly. That's, you don't want to get someone just to get their name. You don't prep. You don't have to prep for any single podcast. I don't, I don't prep for anything, yeah. really. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just because... I strive to be as authentic as possible. Yeah. So the best way to eliminate any alternative is not to pre-prepare something that then in turn makes it less authentic. Hmm. Interesting. Like it's very hard to prepare for something and then be authentic because then you're mentally attached to what you prepared with because you don't want to let the time that you spent go. If that makes sense. It's a good thought. Yeah, I think there's a balance. That's a really good thought. I like that. And just for me, it's more about just knowing yourself. And for me, I would be way too tied to what I had to hit. And I think with the first couple episodes of the podcast, it was very much like, all right, like for no reason. It was like at the beginning of the podcast, I thought that I was on TV. (laughs) And then... Over the course of the podcast, I realized, oh, wait, I own this channel. I own the channel. I can, I can do, do whatever, whatever the hell I want. I want. Yeah. You know, and that's why people want to come here in the first place. Funny. Rather than me being like, all right, welcome back into CNN. I'm yeah. Buster Cher, and I'm interviewing my guest, Elliot yeah. Robinson, on today's yeah. episode. Yeah, what's, what's Elliot, how was Burning Man? <laughs> yeah, it was now, good. But don't tell me about some of the, some of the stuff that, uh, you know. Yeah, don't like, go too off script. <laughs> right, right. So it's more so just being like, all right. Let me let me see how comfortable I can make the guest. Yeah. And how much like cool stuff we can talk about. Yeah. People enjoy listening. Do you ever feel the guests are like super uncomfortable? Like it takes a while for them to warm up. That's the hardest. Is that the hardest one, thing? One or two times, maybe. Yeah. Um, where they're just like it's just their personality. Where it's like hard for them to like open up or. And I try to stay away from those guests. Yeah. Um, I try to try to have on people that would want. Like, yeah. that want to be there. Yeah. If you want to be there, you're yeah. going to be open. Yeah. If you don't want to be there, please don't lie to me. Yeah, I get it, I get it, <laughs> you know, I get it. It's like, but I think a couple times at the very, very beginning, yeah. whether it's me or them, because yeah. it goes both ways, um, you know, that, that can definitely be the case. But yeah. I think it's also healthy. Yeah. You ever feel like you're not in the flow state of, like, doing a podcast that ever happens or no? You pretty much on. It has happened two times. Yep. Because we did back to backs. And you're just too tired? I was too tired at the end. You just felt you had no interest in the guests. 
you're just like, I, don't I can care. I can name the episodes, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, you have um, to tell me them after. Yeah, but you're just like, I'm it not. It was on back to backs, and I was just looking at my phone, waiting to till we hit the certain point, like yeah. time point. Yeah, yeah. Escape from the moment. I was just like, because being full energy for hours. Yeah, it's kind of hard, bro. I have so much respect for Twitch streamers. Yeah, because they're like always on. But then again, it's the same thing. Like, if you do it for three hours every day, like back in high school when I was broadcasting a game, it's two hours, no stops. Yeah. Like, you are on it, on it, on it. It's yeah. just you. Yeah. At least with a podcast, you have... You can feed off of someone else. Right, but yeah. also you've rest in between. Yeah. Twitch is like, you gotta be on, on. Yeah, that's been... The most, so what's been the... What's been the biggest difficulty then, like... Biggest difficulty? Yeah. It, it's just managing the Booking 10 shit? pieces that are all moving, that mm-hmm. are centrally allocated around, that are like central to me. Yeah. Even though they all are their own moving parts, it doesn't happen if I don't do my part. Yeah. So. And what's your part? Like, what do you, like, what's your goal with this whole thing? Is it to connect with people, tell their stories, like, gain an audience? Like, what's the whole goal with a podcast, honestly? It's like, a combination of a bunch of things. It's another avenue that I think is very unique. Yeah. I believe in the future. So it's a couple of things, right? I believe in the future of podcasting one. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a really big media like in the next in couple of years. 10 years or? Right. Yep. So I think it's going to last. Yep. That's one. I love owning the audience through there, separate yep. from a platform. So I really like that. I also love how it, it can be a way to network with people that I wouldn't have been able to otherwise mm. and instantly become comfortable mm. yeah, yeah. both ways yeah. for them to also have value from it, you know, yeah. get, take walking away from a, like the equivalent of what it is because it's just a meeting. Yeah. Like but it's just you're, a meeting on but you're highlighting them. They're talking about themselves. People love talking about themselves. People love talking about themselves. Yeah, and like I love listening thing. to people talk yeah, about exactly. themselves because I'm interested. Yeah. Um, hmm. So I think it's a combination of all of that. Being able to tell cool stories, giving people something that that they can enjoy and listen to whenever they have the time yeah um and they want to they want to come in um but also creating cool content for all other platforms yeah. so like leading it to everything else that i'm yeah. doing and going to be doing in the future so yeah i think you get people deeper with this shit bro like way deeper with like the charlie video that you posted yesterday like even if it's just like five thousand people see it like the people that actually consume it are like oh shit and then like you gain them as like like, instead of a follower, you got a fan, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a big one for you, especially. That's, like, what I've seen with your shit. It's, like, I, like, I, like, I don't watch a lot of videos on YouTube, but when I see your shit, I'm like, Charlie, shit, oh, shit, let me click in. And, like, you listen to the whole, and I remember that still, like, as opposed to just scrolling by a post on Instagram. I think that's a big one. Yeah, I mean, I've been thinking about it a lot recently, whereas it's, like, all right, I can get a million views on a video yeah. of a kid getting hit in the head with a basketball, right? Yep. Or I can get 10,000 video views about why I didn't go to college. Yeah, smart, smart, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> which is better? Yeah. I think sure. I know the answer. For sure. I think it's pretty obvious, which is the I answer. I think it's a balance, bro. Like, I think, like, you can have fun with, like, the, the kid. Right, but... and that's why it's like, that's why for me it's like the podcast is the A side to that. And Dare Buster is the B side. Yep, yep. <laughs> you yep, know? Yep. So it's just like. You're playing both ends. Yeah, so that, that's, that's kind of what it is. The podcast is the A-side to that equation, yeah. whereas you know, the everything else is either a place where both of them feed into, or it's just A or B. 
and YouTube for the most part is going to be B, um, whereas the podcast is A and the podcast channel is definitely A. Yeah. Um, so that, that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. Um, Anything you do differently with this shit? Like, I don't know, more scenic location or like anything you would do differently? Well, the big, you like it? anything I would do differently? Yeah. The plan is to get our own studio. Yeah. Eliminate everything. I want to put out three a week. Three a week? Five, ten. Five? I don't care. You know? Damn, it's crazy. like, anytime someone wants to do it that I want to do it with, yeah. let's do it. Yeah, it's kind of I don't want crazy. there to be anything that holds it back. Yeah. And right now, one of the things that holds it back is there are so many moving pieces, but however, in anything, just yeah. create as much efficiency as possible. So yeah. if we're able to eliminate even two or three moving pieces, yeah. like studio, and what are some of those moving pieces? Like? Studio, travel time, equipment travel, um, recording time. Justin travel, Justin should move Guess in. <laughs> yeah. All of that stuff, you know? Yeah. The, just being able to eliminate as many of those as possible, yeah. which a studio would do. So that's yeah. the plan for summer 2020. You ever think about like small gifts to give the guests and shit, like bracelets, like yeah, the Yeah, we show? talked about that at the beginning. Yeah. Um, that's something that I definitely want to do more of, Nardwar it. Yeah. Um, what does he give them? He gives them like personalized, like real in-depth personalized, like yeah. for artists, he'll give them like albums that they grew up listening to yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, but I definitely think dude. You should like, just do bracelets or some shit, bro. Like a little bracelets like this, like the Buster shows. Like though, people yeah. wear bracelets and hats a lot. Like especially like t-shirts are kind of not a commodity. I want to do. I want to do like an alumni thing. Yeah, like the same way that yeah, smart. colleges have like their whole alumni network. I want to create an alumni network for people that have been on the show. Hundred percent, like a group or a DM group or like a Facebook group, whatever it is. It would have to be bigger than DM group is twenty, so it would have to be like a. WhatsApp, something, yeah. um, but then merchandise on top of that, that the only people who get it are people Make that have cool. been on the show. Yeah. Um, and then, like, eventually having, so, like, for, we did the State of the Union podcast, which came out last week, if you're listening to this one this week. Go listen. Um, we had guests call in. Yeah. So, like, when we do that, right, every guest gets a t-shirt. Hmm. Smart. Smart. Stuff like I that. I like where you're going with this, bro. Um... So yeah, just doing, just being creative and doing fun things, but also, um, you know, not extending, you know, bandwidth too far. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm curious how you've been able to handle that as far as like, <laughs> not extending yourself too far. Well, spreading myself too thin. Yeah. I kind of was bad at that, bro. I take a lot of shit, and I just take it on and do all of it. And I, I was like so excited about projects, I wouldn't even take payment. I was like, let's fucking do it. So excited, and I was like, "Wait a minute! I gotta first. I gotta. It's like you gotta learn. You gotta have ownership, or you gotta get paid for what you do. Like that's like, that's like step number one. I'm still learning, but it's kind of. I think it. Comes. No, that's a big lesson for everyone out there, though. Yeah, it's a very slippery slope when I you mean, don't get paid for stuff you do. I mean, bro, it's just like your time later worth on. a lot. Yeah, the beginning, I, like, I did everything for free. For two years. Yeah, I think you kind of feel when it's like when you get to a point where like you should be getting paid, and it's just like I think that's fear that kind of at least holds me back of like, oh fuck, if I ask for payment, what if they say no, and like if they say no, I won't work the project. Like ultimately, if they say no and they don't value you, the project's just not worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like when you've gotten to a certain point, that's that's what I feel at least. Or if like I'm working on like a studio right now, and I still get, I kind of was clear in the beginning of working it, like yo. I need ownership of this studio that we have in, in Mercer Street. And now it's just like, what's what's my ask for? Like, how much do I want to take in the studio? And it's just like, you don't want to go too high to be disrespectful, but you don't want to go too low to feel like you're not valued. But 
you can like debate all you want, but at the end of the day, you just got to try it. And then maybe you ask for 60% and it's way too much. And they're like, no, 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 what the hell? But like you learn from it, right? And like, I think that's making mistakes. It starts with kind of like making decisions, right? And I was always so afraid of making decisions that I wouldn't make any mistakes. I'd be just like free roaming life with no mistakes. And I'm like, but you don't learn a lot if you don't make mistakes. So that's been like one of the biggest thing over the past four months is like, making more decisions and making more mistakes and kind of like, especially when you like follow your gut, you know, like when you follow your gut and you make a mistake, you're like, I can't, I'm still good with it. Cause like you did it on your own terms. And I think, right. I think, no, it's definitely yeah. funny. Like, <laughs> like even like the smallest things where you'll go on a trip yeah. that like you wanted to, and it yeah. turned out terrible, yeah. but you're like, Boop. yeah, at least you did it, <laughs> so bro. It. And like, I, I swear to God, if you follow your gut and like you go on that trip, something happened that's going to make you do something else that's greater than what would have happened if you didn't go on a trip. You see, like, you're at this crossroads. It's like, all right, follow your intuition. And then it's like, all right, either it's right or it's wrong. Like, there's no real right or wrong. But if you go the other way, I swear, like, this way, you're going further ahead than the, the way where you don't follow it. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. No, it definitely makes sense. Yeah. We'll do, like, a little graphic or something. Like, mock it up. <laughs> what do you think about podcasts? I saw you, you were thinking about, are you thinking about starting your own? Are you going to? I did like five episodes. Like I got kind of into it. I did like five in like three days. It was kind of intense. Um, yeah, I like it. I think my biggest thing was like, <laughs> I have to turn my phone. I can't have my phone like that. I have to like put it on like silent because I, the second I'd see. It is on Do Not Disturb. Yeah, I know. But like the second I'd even see something on my phone, like throw my energy off. Like, and I think that's a lot. It's like in pockets, like a lot of flow and like mm. conversations. Just yeah, like one, one time I was being interviewed. Yeah. Energy was so high. Yeah. And then you see something. I got a FaceTime. Yeah. From someone that I didn't want to talk to. Yeah. And it just drops, right? It wasn't even that I didn't want to talk to this guy. It was just that. I was in the middle of the podcast. Yeah. And it was like... And then you start thinking about other stuff, right? It's gone. It's over. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> yep. Like, it's over, like, energy shifts yep. in people. It's over before it begins. Exactly, exactly. So no, you have uh, no shot. Yeah, no, you're, 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 you kind of figured it out, bro. Um, but that's definitely true in, like, all... In all settings. Yeah. It's like... You're in it or you're not. And there's nothing in between. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you can work your way up and kind of can work your way down. And I think that's like the natural progression. Like, you're not going to be, you, can, you can't be on, on, like, from the get. Like, you could, but I think it takes time to get in the flow of it. And that but, also has a lot to do with, like, past experiences and whatnot. It's true, it's true, it's true. It's true. Yeah. What else about your podcast, bro? I kind of like this because it's like, it's been almost a year now, like, and you've been doing it. It's like, was there something you thought would go differently, like, from what you've done? Like, you thought you were going to be, like, Joe Rogan's competitor? Or, like, you thought it was going to be more guests or less guests? Like, what's, like, something you thought would go differently? And it doesn't mean it, it won't happen. But I think like... one of my favorite things is that I'm not Joe Rogan's competitor. Okay, okay. While, while wanting to be at the beginning. Yeah. But more, it's, it's just a different game. Yeah. Like... And not even in comparison to him, but for five seconds' sake, like he started his at 45. Yeah. It's just, like, it's you just, started yours at 18, right? Yeah, it's a different game. Yeah. Like it's not, like these are two different eras. Yeah. Like I'm sure he would have started his then too, yeah. but I got luckier in that sense. Yeah. But he also got luckier because he had a whole career behind him, so he could hit the ground flying. 
<laughs> yeah, not you running, know? flying. Um, you know, take off from the ground flying is yeah. probably a better term. What else would you have done? Like, diff- what, you, what did you think was going to pan I, out? I think, I think, like, being super happy with little progression, so much healthier. Yeah. It's the problem that all these influencers run into when they blow up. I don't ever want to blow up. Like, that would be the worst thing to ever happen to me. Hmm. Probably. Hmm. Explain, explain. Because if I blew up, then there would be this immense pressure to duplicate. And I'm not interested in duplicating. I'm interested in like slow progression through huh. trial and error. Huh. And that's what builds, that's what Rogan did. He did it yeah. over eight years. Yeah, 3,000 podcasts or some shit. Yeah, I'm not trying to make a TikTok and get yeah. 45 billion views, yeah. although that'd be great. Yep. And I'm not saying I would be mad if I turned on my phone and, and yeah. my TikTok had 45 billion views. Yeah. But, and that's ju- that just applies to my personal brand. Like the basketball stuff is totally different, yeah. obviously. But, you know, I think slow progression is what will create long, like real long-term yeah. sustainability from an audience standpoint, from a content standpoint, from a burnout standpoint, yeah. from everything. Would you ever sell Hoops Nation? Not unless my personal brand had the same exact voice at the same level or bigger than that. Because hmm. I'm so passionate about the NBA and basketball yeah. that I want to have that As way to lit. express myself. Yeah. And just talk to the fans. Like, honestly, just talk to the fans. So the only way I would do it is if I was Stephen A. Yeah? Yeah, it's the only way. Because then there's no difference. Like, it doesn't, there's no difference. Hmm. And I would rather somebody hear it from me, coming straight from me, instead of behind a logo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, would you ever, like, make the logo your face? Never. Never, right? Never. No? No, it's way too dope. You think so? (laughs) You mean your face is way too dope for Hoops Nation. No, that's that's not what I mean. (laughs) <laughs> that's not what I mean. Um, no, I'm kidding, but like, yeah. no, that, that could be an interesting test, honestly, for like a week. No, I might do that with Dunk. We'll see. Like, that would be cool. Hands I'd love little, to see it. Handsome little brown boy, just like, as a profile <laughs> picture, like, because it's like the same profile, and people will be like, yo, what the fuck is this? And then you switch back, and they're like, hmm. Like, you know how they're doing on TikTok right now with like the Star Wars? I love it. That's got to be paid as fuck, right? No. You don't think Star Wars paid for that? Maybe they paid a couple of influencers. Bro, it's, I mean, it's like, every, have you seen this shit, Justin? Like, uh, every person on TikTok, and now people on Instagram are changing their profile pictures to Star Wars, Lego Star Wars. Star Wars profile pictures. Every single person. And they're taking over the comment sections saying, join us, join us. It's like a little cult. Like it's taking the friendliest cult of all time. Yeah, the friendliest cult of all time. And like, they're all like Jar Jar Banks or CP3 or Lego Yoda. I should have worn my Jar Jar Banks t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. All over print Jar Jar. <laughs> but that's just crazy, you know? Like, that's like a movement that I think where TikTok is like, that's kind of scary. Like, I haven't seen that shit happen on Instagram. But on TikTok, and that's like you're saying, it's bleeding over to Instagram as well. Things. Like, you remember when our, our friend Quinn started Tiny Text Game? Yeah. Like, I mean, there are little things like that. But, but now, like, take over. Yeah, like the blue profile picture, right? For, like, Algeria or whatever it was. Remember oh, when remember every. That. Yep. Yeah. But it wasn't like, this big. No, this is like every kid in America is doing it. So that's why I'm excited about TikTok, honestly. Like, yeah, it's definitely cool in that sense. But mm-hmm. I, I think there's more to touch on as far as, like, like sustainability for yeah. both of us yeah. it's like 
And one of the reasons why I'm so happy about this podcast is that, like, it's at a certain point. But it's only going to get better. Yep. I think so, too, bro. You're just getting started with this shit. So, like, I don't the even first... think you scratched the surface, honestly. Like, right. So you, it's like... you won an award? You haven't even started. Like, <laughs> So it's like, and I, I said in the, in the little interview thing for that, um, that I hate awards. Yeah. It was really funny. Yeah. But, um, and you like them deep down. You like deep them down. You love them yeah. because it's a good sign of progression. But like I said, you don't want to get surface content. level, yeah, right? You don't get content because you don't feel like like I know you don't feel like you've even begun to start. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, kind of ended. I'm doing a new start now. It's gonna be like same thing, yeah. right? It's same thing, different like level. Yeah. Um, but the way I look at it is like the first. 20 some odd episodes were to figure it out. Yeah. Now it's like the next hundred are yeah. to start getting the people on that I grew up yeah. being a fan of. Yeah. Hmm. As well as my friends. That's as cool. well as like doing an episode with my two best high school, like all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just like making it so deep. Because I, I had this thought like two years ago, right? That's like however much content you have on the internet of yourself yeah. is how much of you is alive in another form, right? So it's like, Joe Rogan, for example, is literally, like, alive through yeah. the internet. Yeah. Because of how many of his thoughts yeah. are on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I think it's... I I'm, just thought that was funny, like, when I first thought of that. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. You're saying, like, bad. the more the more content you have out, the more present you are on, like, on, on the interwebs. And, Correct. And, like, you're saying throughout history as well, mm -hmm. like, for yep. the future of time. That's kind of like making as much of an impact as you can. Yeah, or, it's also being around when you're not around anymore. I think it's like such an interesting, yeah, 100%. I think it's such an interesting balance of like speaking, like it's what Charlie said yesterday in your video, right? It's like speaking when you have shit to say and, and not forcing it, right? Of like, the Joe Rogan got to a point, and this is where your journey is going to be so interesting. You've kind of navigated really well so far, but like, Joe Rogan started at a point where he just had so much fucking like bottled up experience and <clears throat> he just start and the shit that he says is just, just feels true to him right mm -hmm. and it's like is true and with your journey it's like you kind of figuring it out as you go while still maintaining it's like you see where I'm going of like I appreciate that yeah but you, I, I, I don't know if you're gonna do a good job or not like we'll see but it's like how do you kind of navigate this journey of of like when you have something to say, you're saying it in lot, and like you're saying genuinity always, and not speaking out of your ass. Like that's the worst. Like when you start speaking about shit that you truly don't believe in, and like, and people start feeling that too. Like, and I think a lot of influencers, like you said, get to that path where they're just talking to stay relevant. And I don't like that. Toxic. Yeah, that's it, what burnout is. It, it's burnout, burnout is not when you're being like, authentic. Yeah, you can never burn out when you're being authentic. I think. Maybe I I disagree, but I think that's like kind of subjective. Um, but you see what I'm saying? Like it's like how do you balance that? Like having all this life experience and only talking when you're got shit to say versus figuring it out as you go? Because that's that's there's beauty in that process I think as well. Where there's not beauty is what you're saying when you're not genuine. There's no beauty there. The beauty is like kind of the process of like figuring out your genuinity, I guess. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Beads. Mm -hmm. Is there a reason? No, kind of a little pearl gang. Shout out to Connor Shaw. He sent them to me, and I'm just kind of rocking the... What does the bracelet say? Um, rocking the, the, the brand. It says, uh, welcome here in Swedish. Welcome in heat. 
I want to go to Sweden one day. We got to make it happen. Yeah, let me know, bro. One summer we'll go have some fun, bro. That'd be a fun ass summer. Two weeks in Sweden. That's like a, that's a buster. That's a dare. We'll make it a little little documentary. Yeah, mini doc. I'm I'm down for that. Justin and I have been talking about doing like little five minute docs on, like, deeper. I mean, when you get the podcast to a certain point, like it makes sense to go out there because then you can like book like three shows that you couldn't do in the U.S. and then all of a sudden the trip's worth it, even one show, you know. Right. The second it hits that threshold, it's like, all right, we're going to Miami yep. for 20 minutes. Exactly, exactly. I mean, that's kind of fun. Like, and then you just like start feeling, I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> what else, bro? No, like the true, podcast, though. like that's, that's, you feeling good about it, right? Yeah, it feels good. But, you know, it's just like one small piece of the puzzle. Like everything. Nothing is the piece. Like, you know that little puzzle over there? You like, try to yep. plug in the pieces and like, yep. some of them fit, some of them don't. Yep. It's that, but that is like all the different pieces. What about your friend group? I feel like it's kind of aging up and you're kind of growing up, no? Like, yeah, you all, feel 